How you doing, ladies and gentlemen, back in the saddle again. It's 2024. My goodness, the Matrix goes onward. Did you have a nice uh, Christmas, a nice New Year's, all of the above? I've had a few weeks off, but now I am back. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get the show started. All right, now while it's fresh on my mind, I want you to go ahead. If you haven't heard the Jim Brewer interview on the Alex Jones Infowar broadcast from Tuesday, January 9th of 2024, you need to go listen to it. It is well worth the listen. I'm going to try and find a link to it and put that in the podcast description. But the back and forth chemistry between Jim Brewer and Alex Jones was absolutely phenomenal. They talked about uh, a lot about spirituality and the potential of the human being and what we're truly capable of as human beings and ultimately good triumphing over evil. Uh, So definitely go check that out. Like I said, I'm going to try to link that in the podcast description. Jim Brewer on the Alex Jones Show slash Infowars on Tuesday, January 9th of 2024. So let's go ahead and lead off the broadcast with the current Trump thing. Just a brief recap in case you're brand new to the program. The current Trump thing is the current thing ongoing that the elites are trying to use in order to keep President Donald J. Trump off the ballot in 2024. Now, what's going on is they're trying to ultimately nip this whole thing in the bud at the Supreme Court level. There's no chance that it's going to happen, but they're trying to do this in one felled swoop, and their aim at a total destruction of Trump being on the ballot in 2024 is to have the Supreme Court can ultimately say that the states have the right to do this because the Insurrection Act clause that Trump violated by doing whatever we say that he did on January 6, 2021, makes him ineligible to be on the ballot, and they're trying to have the Supreme Court say that the states are okay to do this. And then all the blue states will, in effect, keep him off the ballot, which, you know, it it kind of seems moot because these states that are doing this, like Colorado and Maine, Trump's not going to carry those states anyway. But they want to have him taken off state by state by state, and they're trying to basically have the Supreme Court say, yes, this is fine, the states can do this. And that's their, uh, their one shot to kind of nip it in the bud in one felt swoop. But the Supreme Court will not uphold this i do not i don't see that happening uh but that looks to be the 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 angle that they're trying to play anyway uh but for the kind of trump thing there were there were several articles and i don't typically read the atlantic journal um it's it's written by a bunch of liberal arts professor ish people but their entire january february 2024 periodical is devoted to being anti-Trump. It's just one anti-Trump article after another, after another, after another. And just for kicks and giggles, I decided to read a couple of these articles in The Atlantic. One of them being entitled, Trump Will Get Away With It, written by Barton Gellum. And Barton Gellum, he write, his whole piece is just a giant long hit piece 
on President Trump, but it's written from the standpoint of what Trump is hypothetically going to do once he is back in the White House, in the Oval Office in January 2025. So this is all vanilla sky-ish rhetoric of what Trump will do according to Barton Gellum. It's absolutely amazing to read this article. So I'm, I'm going to quote uh, kind of the latter part of his article here. It says, Trump could also appoint or direct his attorney general to appoint any lawyer at any time as special counsel to the Justice Department with the authority to bring charges and prosecute a case. Trump might not be able to convict his political enemies of spurious charges. And this is interesting. But he could immiserate them with years of investigations and require them to run up millions of dollars in legal fees. Hmm. Now, turning to another article that The Atlantic had. Now, the second article that I read was called The Revenge Presidency, written by David Frum. Now, David Frum writes, quote, If a president can summon an investigation of his opponents or summon the military to put down protests, then suddenly our society would no longer be free. There would be no more law, only legalized persecution of political opponents. It has always been Trump's supreme political wish to wield both the law and institutional violence as personal weapons of power, a wish that many in his party now seem determined to help him achieve. This is absolutely, I, I think, the irony seems completely lost on these authors. It's absolutely amazing what they are accusing Trump of hypothetically doing in the future is exactly what they're doing to him in reality right now. I mean, like, how is this real life? They're writing fictitious, hypothetical articles about the man of what they're literally doing to him right now. It's absolutely mind-boggling. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the current Trump thing. So an interesting meme that was posted the other day. It's a picture of the Colorado Supreme Court and Bill Clinton. It says Colorado Supreme Court votes to remove Bill Clinton from Epstein client list. You know, I don't want to weigh in too much on. Uh, well, honestly, the first thought that I had, especially when they were talking about Bill Clinton uh, with respect to the Epstein client list, my first thought was. Wasn't this information released several years ago? Yes, it was. Um, it just didn't hit mainstream. So all of this is just old news. And I don't want to, uh, you know, kind of grab onto this information too much because this could this is probably in all likelihood just a distraction in and of itself. And, and I don't I don't want to you really just want to keep all this kind of stuff at arm's length because. The very fact that this is coming out now, it's probably timed uh, for this specific period of time that they're releasing whatever it is. That, I don't think we even know the surface level of everything that took place on Little Saint James Island. Um, I don't even. I don't. I don't want to fully wrap my mind around everything that took place there, um, and it's still going on to this day. We actually had a president that was uh, going hard against human trafficking at a grandiose level. And then suddenly everything that he uh, did during his first term was completely undone by his successor. 
interpret that as you will. So we definitely want to exercise caution with the the whole Epstein narrative because it is uh, it is timed and it is released at this specific point for a reason. And uh, just take it all with a grain of salt. Watch it, interpret it, and just use your intuition, common sense, and discretion. And speaking of distractions, did you follow the... I, I, I will preface this. I don't know a whole lot about this, but the goings-on at the Miami Bayside Mall. So the narrative is that it has something to do with UFOs and aliens. It was the biggest police response ever. There was power cut to 60,000 homes, grounded all flights in the area. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me your thoughts. I To me... To me, I get the impression that they're going to play the alien invasion. Um, we need to just stop. And, and what a better year to employ a fake alien invasion than in 2024. It's got a much different feel and ring to it uh, than a bat soup virus released on humanity. Accidentally, of course. A fake alien invasion. The aliens are here, and obviously we can't uh, vote this year. So we're just going to have to do martial law, and everyone's just going to have to hunker down and listen to your local authorities and just do exactly as they say. I The groundwork is being, if you, if you wanted to do an alien invasion narrative, I don't know a better way of laying the groundwork with things like Miami and last year, you finally had the government say, yeah, they're real, aliens are real, we've known about it for decades, but there you go, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. America, we're going to throw you the bone there and let you know that's actually been taking place. So they are, the groundwork is being laid for this, and this is why I'm telling you, be ready for this year. They have, they've got all the reasons in the world, as these elites are being, as their power is being stripped, they have to hold on with everything they've got, and... The alien narrative is most assuredly not beyond the realm of a tool they will use. So I'm just saying, use discretion and be ready for anything. Now, this next piece is perhaps the most prime example that I have found uh, for this particular segment. This one, I think this this one honestly perhaps takes the cake uh, thus far. So I, uh, I'll elaborate in a moment for this week's Gaslighting of the Week. Now for this week's Gaslighting of the Week... <laughs> I mean, I knew it immediately. When I saw this clip, I said, this this is it. This is this week's gaslighting. Um, this is a clip from an MSNBC show. The host's name is Jonathan Capehart, and he's talking about the third anniversary of January 6th. And I'm still trying to figure out who his guest is. Apparently, he's some uh, superhero for the left. He came in and swooped in and saved the day. It looks like he's a paid actor. He's somehow related to Nancy Pelosi. But the MSNBC host, Jonathan Capehart, is talking to this guy, 
and he's basically saying, you know, you're a hero here. Uh, January 6th, you came in and saved the day. And Jonathan is prepping this segment, but he's pulling out a tissue and he's saying he's going to try his best to get it through the segment and he's feigning all of these tears and sadness. I, I, I mean, it's this is just taking this acting to another level. It's pathetic. My words aren't even going to do, do it justice. We're all the clip. Here's Jonathan Capehart, MSNBC host. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... What can I add to that? Do I need to add context whatsoever to that? You know, I, I too I reflect upon the third anniversary of the January 6th date. I think of all of the poor souls who are still incarcerated without due process, who have been charged with nothing, and they're rotting in jail cells because of this nightmarish, multi-tiered judicial system of a country we live in, where they can just be imprisoned without being charged with anything because they, because they had the audacity to express their opinion. There are people who are being jailed who didn't even go into the Capitol building that day they merely walked outside did nothing they were simply there you've got people who are planning on potentially going to washington it doesn't even matter their intent of going to dc they had plane tickets to go to dc the plane tickets got canceled they never actually went there and they are being monitored by the fbi to this day this is this is the United States of America today. It's unbelievable. If you're not tuned into what's actually going on, you really need to get plugged in to reality because this is frightening. It is happening and it needs to stop. And all of these people who have been wrongfully imprisoned, they need to be let out of jail and they need to have a big fat ass check handed to them by the federal government. It's absolutely unbelievable, unconstitutional what has happened to these poor souls. But anyway, there's your MSNBC perspective on this week's Gaslighting of the Week. Elon Musk, he responded to a tweet very end of last month, and it was a really interesting statistic that has now come out. It's been ongoing since um, August of last year. A statistic that the number of documented encounters with legal aliens at the southern border, these are just the documented ones. It doesn't count the ones who are crossing over illegally and never actually counted by Border Patrol. The number of documented encounters at the border has now exceeded the number of American births taking place. This has happened for the first time in August of 2023, and it's happened in September, October, November, December, and it's only going up, 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 up. That discrepancy between the two is now getting larger and larger. The number of illegal aliens crossing the border has exceeded the number of American babies being born. And so what did California do with that? Well, California has decided it is going to pay for transgender sex change operations for illegal aliens on your state tax dollar California residents. 
paying for transgender sex change operations of illegal aliens. I'm at a, I'm at, I am absolutely at a complete loss on this, but just keeping you informed of what's going on in our world today, in our clown world matrix today. So 2024 looks to be a very significant year. Obviously, we have the federal election coming up. Got the primaries. Uh, well, the Iowa caucuses, or I think they, they're they on Monday, MLK Day. And it's all going to be unfolding right before our eyes. They're going to pull out all the stops to keep Trump as far away from the White House as possible. Sleepy Joe... <laughs> they haven't pulled him with the uh, the hook off of stage left yet. To me, it's only a matter of time. They are prepping Big Mike or Gavin or whoever they're going to use in Sleepy Joe's stead. It's all happening behind the scenes right now. It's just a matter of time. I seriously don't think they can... They can possibly run old Joe. That dude didn't have enough in the tank 10 years ago, let alone today. But 2024 is going to be an interesting year. And I just say, remain vigilant. They're gonna, they, their goal is to pull out all the stops. Nothing will be off the table. Now, my hope and prayer is, is that God thwarts all of these plans. Right? Klaus Schwab wants us to own nothing and we will be happy. You will own nothing and you will be happy. They've got awful, awful plans for all of humanity. Agenda 2030, look it up. But ultimately, my hope, my faith is that God will thwart the dastardly evil deeds of all of these elitists and that good will prevail. But nevertheless, remain vigilant, being prepared for anything to be thrown at us because they've got a lot they've got their whole empire writing on this okay they stand to lose everything as do we but they stand to lose everything and they know it and they are increasingly aware that we know it because more people with each passing day continue to wake up and start looking into and searching and researching these little breadcrumbs that take them down these rabbit holes and they're like oh they They've been doing this? This has been taking place all these years? What? What else has been going on? More and more people are waking up. And that's what we need to have happen. That's why you have medium outlets like Clown World Matrix trying to continue to wake people up. For that very reason. So remain vigilant. Remain attuned. Pay attention to your intuition. 2024 looks to be a bumpy year, but at the same time, it has the potential for a lot of good things to transpire at the same time in tandem. So all I do is serve to caution you, but do not let your heart be troubled with the darkness must ultimately be the light. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning into episode 19. How are we already at 19? Episode 19 of Clown World Matrix. My name is Gabriel. I thank you for tuning in. As always, I ask that you would share this podcast with someone you feel would benefit from it and could be positively influenced by it in some way. Please like, share, and subscribe to Clown World Matrix to help this media platform grow. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. I thank you again. And I will talk to you next time. Take care.